I'm your host, Saeed. I'm here with my boy, West Kozo. Um, so I got a Kane fan. We got our boy, Cosper, on the line. And um, we got Zoe. And we're just going to go over, like, what's been going on lately. Uh, it's a busy week. Um, very, very busy week. Very, very, very busy. Oh, shit. Busy two weeks. Yeah, yeah it's been busy, two weeks. Man. It should be crazy. I, I, don't, I don't know whether to... To smile or cry. Uh, <laughs> Some of after, both. After the last first few days. But okay, so the big news is um, Jason Marshall committed on Sunday to mm-hmm. to the Gators, to Florida. And then um, yep. Corey Collier, his teammate, committed on Monday to the Gators. Today. Or today, today yeah. yeah. Tonight, actually. Or this afternoon. But uh, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, like... Afternoon. Zoe, I'll start off with you. Like, like, how are you feeling, man? Do you feel like, first of all, okay, do you have uh, any inside so, info? Because I know you got the plug. <laughs> Paul, Paul Middle. <laughs> so I, so th- this is this is all I'm saying as far as I don't know anything about Coyier, Um, but as far as Marshall, uh, my my information told that uh, UF was his dream school, like. Uh, I remember there was this big issue about Ivan's dropping the ball, all the shit early, and apparently Ivan's came back and said, "Hey, like, no, I was told he was coming to Miami. I'm not a recruiter. I just pass on information, and that's what I was told." But then my source is like, "I don't. And it, it, it could have been Miami, but he he always wanted to be a Gator. So it's tough, you know, when it's their dream school. When a lot of guys are like." Well, Miami's all these other kids' dream school, but they still go other places. Um, I don't know, man. Look, I don't blame them for going to the Gators. Like, the last first rounder we had was Artie Burns, right? Man, I'm before that, who the, who the, yeah, right? Before that, I don't remember. And then before that, I don't remember. So I don't, I don't blame them. Um, it, it is what it is. I'm going to be honest with you. So, Here's my take on the entire recruiters because it, it it was fun, man. It was fun. I was doing so much trolling. Uh, and I'm, hey, I'm, I ain't gonna lie, they came back on it like these past couple of days. They came back at me hard. The Gators did, but so the, here's the thing: Canes had five. Canes and the Gators, right? There were five kids from Palmetto. We go. We we both were going after these five. Like, look, no matter what nobody says, we both were going after these five. We got three out of the five. They got two out of the five. Win, win, win. After, after beating us, after going, what, 11 and two, we got three out of the five. We still beat them in recruiting. Like, I, I'm actually happy. I honestly, if anyone's following my, my tweets, whatever, you, you could tell. I always said Corey was going to the Gators. Yeah. Um, I always had – I was always worried the most about Marshall. Because when it comes to corners recently, the top ones, I said it was the last top corner recruit we had was like Tracy Howard. And like 
2012 or 2013 or something like that. That's the last time we kept the top cornerback in Florida, I think. Um, but I think I think we did good, man. We got Savion. We got Leonard Taylor, which was – those are the two I wanted the most out of the five, right? And then we got Rashad, but it's like – all right, so you want to build a defense, right? You don't start your defense with the secondary. You start in the trenches, right? You want to make sure you got a good defensive tackles and some good DNs. I don't care if you are a mix of prime time Deion Sanders, which we'll get into later, um, Dale Revis, and like Antron. I don't care if Champ Bailey, no matter who you are, if that quarterback has 30 seconds, you can't cover somebody for 30 seconds, bro. Without it being a penalty or something like that. Because when the route breaks down, then they start freestyling. So you need that line, that pressure. And having that good DB does help. And look, I'm non-biased, okay? Listen to me, fellas. Non-biased. Kinchins, was the, that was the, the safety I wanted to go out to in Florida. Him, James Williams. I am so, I'm super happy. And the corner I really wanted was Tim Burns. And we got him. So I am very happy where we're at right now. I wanted Marshall, yes. Who doesn't want the five-star cornerback? Who doesn't want Corey? Who doesn't want a four-star safety, one of the best safeties in the state? But I'm very, very happy with how we ended, especially after the six and seven season, with losses to FIU and Louisiana Tech. Come on now, I think we, I think we did good, man. And so, Cosper, what do you think? What do you think? How, how you feel? How, how you feeling today? Where we're standing now, um, I actually thought we had zero chance to get James Williams after he decommitted. I, I did not think he was going to come back at all. I thought he was packing his bags loading the car, headed to Athens right down the road for me. Thought he was going to UGA. Um, I think that our momentum held Leonard Taylor to his commitment, and I think that in order to keep Leonard Taylor, we need to win. Uh, but honestly, even if even if we don't win as much as we think or don't even have a season period, I think because of where his mom is located – and how much he wants to put on for the city, just like James Williams. I think he's going to end up sticking with Brashad and with uh, Savion. Does it hurt that we lost Marshall? Uh, yeah, because like, like Zoe said, who doesn't want the blue chip five-star guy from right down the road? But at the same time, we beat UF in recruiting for the Palmetto Five. And that was like the national thing. Like everybody knew who the Palmetto Five was, and everybody was thinking that uh, Florida was going to go in there and just handpick who they wanted. But these six and seven Miami Hurricanes are selling something. Manny Diaz is selling something to these recruits that has got them turned on for the Miami Hurricanes. And so I'm excited to see how he's going to finish it because it's not over. Because we have Jake Garcia, we can flip. We have some other blue chip recruits in the area that we can flip. I know that linebacker from Tennessee. He's been – Oh, dude, that – that oh, my God, dude, that's a tough one. I want him so bad, man. I know, I know. That, so That's a tough one, man. So, Terrence Lewis, I believe it is. Yeah, Terrence Lewis. And so, with Jake Garcia moving closer, three almost 3,000 miles closer to Miami, that also opens your eyes up as, you know, aside from Tyler Van Dyke, he might be another one of those future quarterbacks for Miami. So, it's not over. I mean, we have till December at least for some of these early enrollees and even into January and February. So, 
it ain't over. I mean, we can always yeah. flip Marshall, so we, we're just gonna have to see. And I'm ho- I'm hoping we can. So here's the thing with my bad. I'll, I'll just hit on Saeed real quick. Here's the thing. I've I've been checking these guys. So Leonard Taylor apparently has shut down. Has oh Terrence Lewis the linebacker. So Leonard Taylor has apparently shut down his recruitment. Right. Uh, all of our kids have been shutting down the recruitment. I don't know if I saw uh, Jason Marshall and uh, Coyer shut down their recruitment or not. I know they committed. Right. I don't know if they shut it down. You know, because I mean we got a long way to December. Right, where the early signing period happens. I um I don't my bad, but I I uh, somehow I don't think that Marshall is gonna end up at Florida. Am I crazy? To thinking that well, I look man ba- I Bama's still on him. Yes. Bama is still on him. I think my uh, still on him too, hard. Yeah, definitely. Um but here, all right, so Going into this real quick for both of you guys, Mike Rumpf. Oh yeah, <laughs> like he's bro, he's been catching so. I ain't gonna lie, I might have had a little a little bit here and there, but he's been catching so much heat. Do you guys think it is warranted? No. Okay, Saeed, do you, do you think that heat is warranted? Absolutely, man. <laughs> this to me, and I, I, you know, I, I'm on the message boards, and there's this is a really good staff. Mm-hmm. There's just two really weak weak links on the staff. You know, that's Rump and Pat. As far as recruiting, um, I understand Rump. He he's a good teacher. He's a good coach, or whatever. But like, like Urban Meyer, I saw, I saw an interview he had. Um, no, Urban Meyer is one of the best coaches ever. He said, right. "These days, you have to, you have to be a great recruiter, and you have to be a great coach. There's no one or the other. You have to be able to do do both in in big time programs. True. And like Rump, and Rump, he just he's proven it over and over again, man. He's just not, he's just not on that level. And Pat Key." He just—I've heard he's even worse than Rump. I've heard he's even worse than Rump. At I think he's—I think he's just young though. But like, so Rump has the resume, right? He was a cane, won our championships, like got drafted high, played in the NFL. He developed Mike Jack, who was like uh, pretty much not fucking recruited by anybody. He's in the NFL now, just signed with the Pats. Um, Malik Young before he got hurt. He was one of the top corners in the ACC. Bandy. Right. Bandy, Bandy had his ups and downs. I don't know what's going on. Well, we're like, talking about I recruiting. Did... We're not talking so, about but, on the field. I, I, look, I was... <laughs> but here's the thing. Do, do you want to let go of a good coach? Again, because look, you can see him develop his corners. It's not like our corners just ass. Like, Ivy, everyone got mad at Ivy last season, right? Rightfully so. I, Ivy saw the criticism. It, it's not like you can't, as a player, especially in Miami, with our fan base being so vocal, you can't ignore it. So he saw the criticism because his head wasn't in it. But then what happened when he, when he, y'all right. He actually acknowledged, like, you guys are right. I've, I've been playing around too much. And he had, like, a two-pick game against Pitt because he got his head in the game. So you see Rump developing players. Do you want to let go of a coach that can develop corners? Just because he's not getting, because he's not getting the only best two, guys. three stars. 
He's he, yeah, he's grabbing four stars. Okay. Um so okay, so I got a question. Uh also you probably know about the swell. Okay. Okay. You think if Nick State Saban or Kirby Smart mm-hmm. they, they had a staff, okay? And and they had mm-hmm. a, a one coach on the staff who continuously misses on players like every year. Multiple multiple big time targets he misses on, okay? But he was really but he was a really good on field coach. You think Saban or, or or Kirby would keep that coach on staff. Um, I think it honestly kind of depends. It depends on one if he can get three and four star guys and can develop them into a five star talent to where they're always producing on the field. Versus, he's always getting five-star recruits, but can't coach them. I mean, you kind of getting into murky water. And, and I also think that at the end of the day, no matter what you pitch a kid, as somebody in college athletics, no matter what you pitch a kid, he's going to do what he's going to do. He's Jason Marshall, for example, if he wanted to be a Gator, if UF was his dream school. Then at the end of the day, he's probably going to be a Gator. Now, I'm I'm also not bringing into into the effect of uh you know there are bags being thrown in college football. Don't get me wrong, because oh 100%. because money talks big time. So that's I, I just feel like there's a lot of variables that comes into it, you can't always just go off recruiting because, like I said, uh, Tim Burns, for example, what is he, a three-star? Yeah, three-star. If he can get a three-star who has the want to and has the ability to develop into what a Jason Marshall is and produce what a Jason Marshall could do on the field, then I wouldn't necessarily find it uh, being a problem. Dude, I'm not gonna lie. I'm a I'm a huge Tim Burns fan. Like I, I like that kid's game. I like he he was even though he's a, I don't he's a three star right. He's one of them Florida right. three stars that if they're in another state they probably be a four star. Um, but he's like that's the guy I wanted. And I do think Coach Trump like you can make him better. Like so we we get to see this season because, well, hopefully it's still we're still pressing forward. If our DBs play like lights, because and here's another thing. We're going to see Jason Marshall, regardless. If he came to us or Florida, we're going to see him his junior year, right? He's going to be seeing Miami and Florida his junior year. Um, I think I, – I it's, it's not like our DBs have been bad. Our corners haven't been bad. They've made some dumb decisions. Every corner you, – you won't ever show me a corner that does not get beat. It's impossible. Literally impossible to never have gotten beat. Even Deion Sanders got beat. Yeah, yeah. Champ Bailey, one of the best corners in, all, in my opinion of all time, he got beat. Like it happens. It is what it is. Um, but I think our guys are good enough, and they can be better. To where it's it's not like to me personally, it's not like missing out on all these five stars means our secondary is going to be terrible. Cause you see who we're gonna have roaming oh, second boy. You you see who's it gonna gets be me bad there. Dope. Just thinking about it, like it's it's not like we're gonna be slot. Yes, again, 
I want those blue chip five stars. But 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 bro, man. it's like it's every year, every year. You don't, but and, every, and also, yes, yes. also it's every year, <laughs> yes. every year, and it's not like you're trying to recruit. Um, you know, you, you you're in freaking Oklahoma, and you're trying to recruit them to Oklahoma. These players are in your backyard. These players are twenty minutes away. These are great players. Every all right, Saeed, all right, Saeed, I got I got a question. Yeah, or or Zoe may be able to answer me. Well, who is the last? Who did you say was the last five star or last like high end secondary or not even secondary corner recruit that we had? Uh, Wait, was the last one? What, what year? Was Artie that? Burns probably. Artie Burns. So what? I think Tracy was higher than Artie. No, uh, Artie that was like Artie wasn't a five star, but he was like really, really highly ranked. You know, I think I think Tracy Howard was a five star, and that was the last five star corner. And he was a Gator commit, and we flipped him last. Okay, minute. so what year and was that? Tracy was like Howard? that was like that was like twenty twelve. Okay, so 20, say yeah, he say he lasts four years. That's twenty what sixteen, which I don't think he did last four years because I definitely don't remember him being a big time senior in four years. And if he did, then I definitely don't remember him seeing the field in twenty sixteen. So let's just say three years. So since twenty fifteen, well, twenty fifteen was the year Al Golden got fired and Mark Rick came in. So since Mark Rick's time, when Manny Diaz had his defense, and during the Manny Diaz era, our secondary has been one of the best in the country. Our cornerbacks mm-hmm. have been the best as far as pass breakups and as far as interceptions. And yet our last corner to high-end corner that we got was in 2012. So that's, that's, that's mm. my whole argument as far as, like, I, mm. I, don't, I don't feel like we don't, we don't necessarily need to get all the high-end blue chippers right down the road because if we can get three or four-star guys that are hungry – and are wanting to show what they can do on the field, and we have a coach that's willing to give them the right technique and give them the right energy and the right, you know, I don't know. I understand. I understand. You know what I mean? Yeah, I understand. What was that fire, boy? Woohoo! Hey, that was some good shit. I understand your point, but the thing is, is we were six and seven and seven and six, and the corners we got, (laughs) yeah, they're they're good in the ACC, but we – we in the future we want to compete with Bama, with LSU, with Ohio State, like, like Ivy and Blades. Just I, I don't think they can hang with Bama's receivers. You know, Bama's receivers. Yes, 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 they can. Bama's bro. receivers. I promise you, they can. Jerry bro. Judy and you. Henry Ruggs, and you know, yes, dude, yes. It's like yo, in order to compete with the best. In a few years, which which we're 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 looking down the road. You mean you mean next year? We open with Batman. Oh, next in year. a few years, two years, three years, we're like building it up really well. It's just the cornerbacks. If, I don't. But here's, I, a, here's I mean, the thing, though. We we have four stars. We have a shit ton of four star corners too, though. I don't know. Christian bro. Williams is a four star. Like even last year, like we we we're getting four star corners. I it's think, not like we're getting slouches. I think they're good, but I'm like, bro, like. Our starting corners this year should have been Job and Tyson Campbell. You know, uh, <laughs> Blades yeah. was supposed to be the third corner. Uh, Ivy was supposed to be the fourth corner. All right, but as somebody who's living 40 minutes from Athens and sees Georgia on TV every single weekend, Tyson Campbell started as a freshman for Georgia. I watched him get burned a lot 
this year. And I don't mean just – I'm not talking about, like, one or two games. I'm talking about, like, the first three okay. to four years of Robert Knowles' career kind of burn. Yeah, I know. I know. But still, I still want him. I still think Rump. I still think Rump could have done a really good job with them if he, you know, if he's done this with lesser talent. That's true. Like I, I don't know. I don't know what what's the reason recruiting is. I don't know why we're not getting these corners. There's something going on with Rump. We like we can we can try to make excuses. A hundred excuses. There, there there's there's a disconnect with Rump. If you see with uh with Banda. He loses some battles, you know. He he loses mm-hmm. some guys. He lost Tyreek. He lost, but he wins. He wins his fair share of recruiting battles. He he he'll get some of his guys, like Rump. His top guys, he gets none of them every year. Not well, one. He needs he needs of. some help. Then he needs some help. Dude, they got the help. They got the reinforcement. Yeah, <laughs> no now, and now so we got Ed Reed. We're, we're pulling in safeties, yeah, but. But Banda, we, we, but Banda, we need that. We need that corner help. But Banda, oh, if you look at Banda over the course of the years, you know, last four years, he's he's you know he he's lost some guys that pissed people off, but he's he's definitely got gotten some guys, you know. So, so here's what I here's what I will say. So we we do got Cooney right. We got those guys, and you know they've been helping us a lot. Now, Markevius Brown, I believe Markevius Markevius. Yeah, uh, I forced off from IMG. Let, let's we're training for him. So and I, I IMG is pretty much like a it's like a JUCO, right? But he's a high school yeah. kids. Now we are trending. We're st- we're still on pace to get some good. Yes, he's not a five, but dude, four stars are really foot like, really really good. We are trending to get these guys. I understand rough has he's batting like zero. I get it, but. He's getting three and four star corners. He <laughs> he's at zero. <laughs> he's at. He is at. He is the worst. He has the worst batting average of all time. He's like the pitcher. <laughs> yeah, no, right. He just stands at the plate to fill. He's, a yeah, he's he gonna try to take a bun or something. Here's the thing, though. We're getting these, and look, if we get Marquevius and all these other guys, which again, I'm happy because there's only so many five star corners, and I know the state of Florida produces a lot of them. There's, but there's only, only so much to go. Yeah. There's only so much to go around. Like every year, Florida gets you a five-star corner. I get it. And every year we'll lose them to Georgia, Florida, or Bama. I hear you. I hear you complaints. But I don't want to let go of a good corner coach to get a great recruiting corner coach that might not be as good as developing corners. I don't know. I don't I think agree. that exists. I agree. I don't know. But I don't want to let I want to let go of what we got right now. My, my, Unless you can prove it to me, my prediction is next year he's not going to be on the staff. Next year, there were rumors that he got fired this year. What? Yeah, there were rumors. Wow. A lot of rumors saying that he got fired, and I think who else? Um, maybe Pat Key. I but I know there were a lot. Of I, don't, I don't think I'm going to agree with that one. You, you don't. don't yeah, you don't fire that. someone unless you can upgrade. And who's available right now? I don't know. I don't know who you're upgrading with. I would I'd get DVD over, over I'd put DVD Who? Van Dyke the Marcus Van Dyke oh to be the to be the corner coach yeah I'd do that in a heartbeat I mean DVD's helping recruiting already so like what's you know so 
I don't know. I, I, I don't. I don't know if it changes anything. And don't get me wrong. Like Cooney and DVD and uh, what is it from uh, from FSU Telly Lockett and these guys like mm. they came in and they, and they've been they've been helping us recruiting heavy. Cause let's let's be honest. If it's not for DVD Cooney Telly Lockett and these guys Ed Reed coming in after a six seven season, I, I right now what we're doing is like unheard of, bro. But uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see, man. We'll see. Now, the college football season, right? Uh, it seemed like people are getting ready to cancel, right? Mount, Mountain West Conference, I believe they uh, postponed their season. Some of the uh, group of five, the I believe, canceled theirs. The MAC has canceled theirs officially. Yeesh. So, Pac 12 was rumored <clears throat> to cancel. Um, Big Ten was rumored to cancel, uh, or at least postpone. Then, well, but at first, at first, now it was canceled. Yeah. yeah. Then you That's see, the way I read it. Yeah, I, I saw. I heard. I heard it's gonna that like they were gonna cancel tomorrow, but then yeah. the SEC and ACC to who to me, right in the South. Like what I always tell people at work is, you are not gonna tell the South what they can and cannot do. <laughs> you will yeah. not. That's about I, right. I, I don't give a fuck <laughs> what the Yo, issue is. You will not you tell the South what they can and cannot do. Did you see Trump? Trump he uh, posted the uh, college football video. Yeah. Yeah, like a hype video. Like, yo, let them play or something like that, bro. Like, I don't know, man. It's like I, I think they're gonna play. I at least think some of the conferences are gonna play. So I, I do. His his was his was crazy to me. I saw some Big Ten players, some Ohio State players, like, well, fuck, can we go join another conference? <laughs> yeah. And so, and when that started happening, because the SEC and the ACC, again, most of the teams in the eight, like ACC are in the South, right? You got Miami, Florida State, North Carolina, Clemson. Like, a lot of these schools are in the South, right? And you go up and down the East Coast, but let's be honest, like, majority of everyone's in the South. SEC is pretty much all the South. Uh, they're like, well, we're gonna still play football, and yeah. then when they players are like, well, can we join that conference? Then, then I feel like the Big Ten backtrack. Like, well, we didn't say cancel, we just said postpone. But the ACC and SEC, I think they they driving this power. They're like, dude, I don't give a fuck what you say to me. Yeah, we're gonna, gonna, we gonna play football. Big, the Big Twelve said they were playing. Texas wants to put half of their um, attendance in the stadium. Yeah, Texas tripping, but like, <laughs> Texas is gonna do what Texas want to do. But everyone else is like, I'd rather if it's if it's that like big of an issue, right? Where we don't want because here's the thing, the NBA, right? The NBA bubble, they haven't had an incident for like two months. Like they haven't had a new case and they've been in that bubble in like two months. So they're doing it right. So they're proving to, and I know they have smaller numbers. I get it, right? Because there's only twelve men on a roster, twelve, fifteen, whatever. I get it, but they are proving that it can be done. So to me, I want I want college football. If we can prove that we can get our players to be hundred percent safe, like the NBA, yeah. even if that means no fans, because let's be honest, a lot of us don't we don't like no matter I don't care who you are, especially if you have you work or whatever, you you don't really usually live where your favorite college city is when you're an adult. Even if you went to the college, you might get a job in another state. So most of us, a lot of us watch it on TV anyways have no fans in the stands if we can still get it on tv 
Yeah. I would rather that. Right? So where it's just the players, just the staff, everyone's tested, sanitized before, during, you know, sanitize the footballs, everything. Don't yep. put anyone in there. Fuck it. You know, all the workers that are that are working, make sure they're good to go, tested, sanitize everything. If no look, I'm down with no fans if we can get football. I I I think and the players want it. Right? Trevor Lawrence, the the most the most polarizing player right now, in my opinion, in college football, because he's the projected number one pick. Everyone knows Sunshine. It is what it is. He's outspoken. He made some very good points. Because at first I was like, you know, maybe postpone it. But he's like, hey, I'm gonna be honest with you, a lot of guys come from areas where we don't have what we have at Clemson, right? Where we don't have what you have at school, like you don't have these sanitation practices, you yeah. don't have all these tests like we do at school. Medical staff. Have, yeah, you don't have this medical staff. Give the kids insurance. Let them opt in, let them opt out. If they want to opt out, don't take away your eligibility from them. Let, let them get another one. It, it, it seems very simple. Like, they, they came out with clear, like, hey, this is what we want, and we want. Yeah. I'm, I'm with it, man. I'm with it. How, how, you, guys, how you guys feeling about that? Because, again, it's, it seems solid to me. The plan seems solid. Yeah, and I would say, like, you know, I, I don't know all the statistics and stuff about coronavirus and death rates and stuff, but, like, I saw Clay Travis. He, he, he posted some stuff. Like, like you're statistically more likely to get killed by the flu or car accident, all sorts of stuff versus, you know, people that age dying, dying of coronavirus. Well, for them, um, it's not mostly dying, too. It's, it's the, it's the, like, the, uh, the after effects. Where your lung capacity can be messed up, but they're saying uh, they've 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 seen some issues with hearts being linked to coronavirus. As being a professional athlete, which a lot of them want to be, they don't yeah. want that to happen. But to if them. you want to play, if you want to play, you sign a waiver and you play. If you don't want to play, opt out. And 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 give them that year back. That's I feel yeah. like give them that year back, right? Because I I want everyone to be safe, right? That's what I want. But I do want college football, and they want college football, and the coaches want college football. So if everyone wants it, and we and they've already came up with a plan, and hey, the president, and we know it's crazy. NCAA, NCAA hasn't come up with a plan. The conferences Yo, are the one terrible. taking taking control of it. So I'm like, and they oh. had five months to come up. with a plan. <laughs> They fucking yeah. knew the football season was gonna happen, right? But and I'm, they, a, I'm I'm a t- go ahead. Go ahead, my bad. Nah, you go ahead. I'm going to tell you what's crazy, and I saw someone post this on a message board. Like, it's kind of funny that, you know, these players, you know, you know, came out with that uh, United movement, wanting yeah, to yeah. get paid. Yeah. And then a few days later, a week later, <laughs> they want to they cancel the season in the Pac-12, you know? Hey, dude. Look, look, I, look, think I, it, I think it's playing into <clears throat> it. Did, did you see what I tweeted that picture? It was like, would you play? Because the teams that are opting in right now is mostly ACC, SEC, Big 12, and some Big 10 teams, right? Um, I, I, like, let's, let's be honest. Like, I posted that picture. You, you, you Look at the last 30 national championships. Where are they at? Oh, I've seen that. Right? They're, 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 in the, they're on this side of the country. I mean, your side of the country. Except USC. Right? Yeah, except USC, Washington, you know, in the 90s, Washington in the 90s or whatever, and USC, and then Colorado when they had their 
theirs. But like, like ninety some odd percent of all national championship in most recent years have been either in the SEC, ACC, yeah. or Big Ten. Yeah, that's it. And I, and the thing is, bro, like people aren't scared of the coronavirus. Most a lot, a lot of people aren't. Some people are, but most people aren't. Mm-hmm. I'm not scared, man. I mean, I don't know how you guys feel, but I like I don't. I don't feel scared. like I'm gonna die. Huh? I I'm not scared. So of here's the thing. I'm not I'm not necessarily afraid of coronavirus, right? But I don't want to get it and then give it to someone who doesn't have a strong immune system. Because like my younger sister, her her immune system compromised. So I wouldn't yeah. want to get it and because she she might not survive it. Like I can. Yeah. So I'm not I'm not really looking out for me because I think I'll be fine. Yeah. It's people like my younger sister who I'm looking out for because I take and, not, and that's not everyone's situation. That yeah. is mine. I take precautions around like my parents, you know, because my father has. You know, um, like diabetes or whatever, you know, stuff that can make him more uh, prone to it, you know, or get yeah. sick or whatnot. So I take precaution around him. But in general, bro, like I'm I'm living my life, man. Like I don't like if, if people didn't look at me funny for not wearing a mask, I would never wear a mask. You know, but you, you want to know what's crazy, though? When yeah. you look at countries like New Zealand, they haven't had a case in over 100 days. Yeah. It's it's not yeah, but, it's not. But that. you got to think though. You got to think though. New Zealand, the population of their entire country is a quarter of the population of the state of Georgia. <laughs> Which so New Zealand has about six million people. I get it, right? Canada has about what we have more people in California than we do in Canada. I think Calif- Canada has like thirty some odd million. Here's the thing though. Yeah. It's it's not even so much the numbers. It's the fact that yeah, it's a, it's a, the sample sizes are different. Yeah, but they they've proven that hey, if we just do this for not forever, we just do this for a little bit, we can go back to normal. If we all just did it, if we all just came together and did it for a little bit, like this would have been done. It could have been done by now. But Cause, cause I think because they proved that it can happen. It's not like speculation. It's this is this is just a fact. I know there there's a lot less people there, but yeah. like, hey, well we're all gonna just not, you know, we're all just gonna listen for a little bit. And boom! Now that they have sports back, bars open, restaurants open, their country's yeah. back to normal, hundred percent. And also, and I, I think uh, my bad. Go ahead, go ahead. No, I was, just, I was just saying. I mean, and I, and and I know it's harder for Americans, right? And we we're so diverse here um, that it's really hard to get people to you know all be on the same page. But it's it's not, and I and I never saw this as a political issue. I just saw it as a health issue. I, I came in thinking we're all on the same page. Hey, we got a virus. Maybe we can stop it. And then people say, well, are you going to wear the mask for the flu? And I'm like, well, I, that's, that's, we should have probably been doing that too if that could stop the flu from going around. Like, because we have flu season, we're just like, fuck it. Some people finna get it, some people finna die. But it's like, wait a minute. If we could cut down on that too just by wearing masks. I, I, I just thought it was like we, we could have been done and we wouldn't have to worry about not having college football this year. Yeah, from, no, from, think... Go ahead. From somebody like a, I've mentioned before that's in college athletics, and I don't really – I mean, I do have some opinions, but this is really my only strong opinion about it. Um, from going through and going – you know, our, our, the school that I'm going to, um, every student 
and student athlete has to be screened every 72 hours, not tested, just screened, you know, Mm -hmm. make sure we don't have the symptoms or a fever, this and that kind of thing. Just make sure everybody's doing okay. So we're being monitored. Um, my opinion, if they're allowed to go to class and be in person in class and Mm -hmm. wear a mask in class, Mm -hmm. they can play ball. Hey, what you got, Saeed? Um, you know, I'm just uh, with me. I just think there's so much. I, I absolutely think they should be able to play football. You know, as long as they sign a waiver and they say they want to play. Right. Um, mm-hmm. Just uh, with COVID and coronavirus, there's so much misinformation out there. Um, there's so much, like. I don't know. You you just don't know what to believe. I don't know what to believe. I hear stories, <clears throat> like firsthand account stories of, hey, you know, um, my, my father died of a heart attack or a stroke, and they mm-hmm. listed it as a COVID death. You know, yeah. I, I just I I've heard a lot of those stories, so you really don't know. Like, yo, are, are all these people really dying? Are these statistics skewed? You know, so yeah, it's just difficult to you know to really understand what's going on, you know, but I, I, I do mean, feel like it's hard to figure out what's fact and what's fallacy. Yeah, absolutely. But again, again it's, it's not even necessarily even just the depths. It's just the, the spreading it. So I will say we, I, so I've been, I go to work um, almost every day. So we have our schedules, right. To where if, you know, if we're working shift or whatever you, you, before you walk in the hand, like walking to work, hand sanitize, they scan your forehead to see if you got any, like a fever, right. Just, just, Check symptoms because you don't want to get one sick. I will say, since we've been and we and I wear my mask all day at work, we all do. Um, just using it, we have hand sanitizer, we wash our hands, and we try to limit the people. And if you are sick, right, you call, you call, hey, I'm not feeling good, you go get tested. If you do, if you do have it, you're out for two weeks and you come back. Using this system since I would say since it popped off or earlier this year. We haven't had any new cases at work, just just by wearing masks and sanitizer. So again, I believe we know how to manage it or battle it for a little bit. Um, yeah, which is I'm guys on. I do think we should have college football if we, because people have been managing it, right? The military has been managing it. Um, other countries have been managing it. The NBA have been managing it, uh, and. Again, now I will say I don't want fans in the stands because of people that won't abide by the rules because then they can fuck it up for everybody. So if we just have the staff and everyone abide by these simple rules. Man, I think we I think we're gonna be all right because it looks like we're pushing forward anyways. Yeah, I think it's going. I'm hyped. Man. I really I'm do. Hyped, man. I think there's too much money in college football for it to not happen regardless. Oh yeah, yeah. And again, again, you're not you're not gonna tell the side what to do. So That's let's just what it is. Let's yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Uh, let's go to the next topic, Deion Sanders. All right. So good so old you wanna, prime time. You you, you want to say you you, you want to go over what Deion said? Yeah. So the uh the greatest DB in Florida State history that has never beaten Miami. Um, he came on Twitter and was basically saying for the college kids that want to opt out, some kids a lot of Pac-12 ones were wanting to opt out college football. Uh, rightfully, they can do that. You know, if they, if they don't feel safe, hey, they 
But he was saying, hey, I understand you guys want to do that, but if you opt out, like, the football will still go on with with or without you. Pretty much, y'all could be fumbling your own bag, right, going pro, stuff like that. You're going to miss it. It's not guaranteed. You might not be able to. We don't know what NCAA is going to do, blah, blah. So he, he came out basically and said that to Twitterverse, to the world, and a lot of athletes, a lot of people took it and run, ran with it. Right, you have people yeah. supporting them. You have people saying "fuck you." Uh, so mostly hate. I trolled him. Well, I trolled him because he's a no. That's why I did it. Honestly, <laughs> uh, you, you already, but you already know me. Like I'm gonna troll any opportunity I got. If you're a no or a gator, unless you like work done, who like you know does like nothing but good. Like I can't really troll. I Angel, he doesn't give me yeah. nothing to hate on. But like, the, I mean, prime time, he, he's a shit talker himself. So anything I got opportunity, I'm a troll. But he got he did get a lot of hate, right, from other athletes, from NFL analysts, from celebrities, whatever, whatever, whatever. Um but I mean he's not wrong. I mean he's he right. Said, right. I yeah, wouldn't even not, say he's not wrong. He's right. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he's you know, but I mean, like current current NFL players are opting out opting out as well. Yeah. You telling me if uh if if Patrick Mahomes opts out, that the Chiefs are gonna move on without him. Yeah, I mean that's different. Nah, hell no, would, man. Hell no. That's... You tell me they're gonna cut Patrick Mahomes. I'm not they're saying not they're gonna cut him. No, 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 no. Hang on, hang on, hang on. I'm not saying okay. they're gonna cut him, but I'm saying if if Patrick Mahomes says, you know what, until all this virus stuff settles down, me being the Chiefs quarterback is not gonna happen. They're gonna put somebody at quarterback. Okay. So now we're saying it's gonna pass you by. The next year, if Patrick Mahomes want to come back, does that guy get a job still, or is it gonna be Patrick Mahomes? I still feel Patrick like Mahomes. I still feel like every single year it's open competition. Nah, not with Patrick Mahomes. Not with, not with that. Not with that yeah. guy. Not not right now that's, with him. That's an outlier. That, <clears throat> that yeah, I'm just saying. But like, so some people, right? They can sit out. So I, I, I that's why I said he's not wrong because people like Patrick Mahomes. You're not you're not gonna not play him when he comes back. If he wants to sit out this season, he's not going to. But if he wanted to, he could do that. Come back. If um, let's see who else. Who's another big time NFL guy? Tom Brady. I haven't even. Well, Tom Brady kind of old, but well, he fits in that old age category with COVID. You know, he might be dangerous. Yeah, <laughs> he might. He might. <laughs> he might. He might gotta sit this one out. But I mean, if uh, shit. Saquon. Yeah. Saquon oh, oh. Barkley. Say, let's say Russell Wilson. If he sits out, Aaron Rodgers. Are you, are you just going to be like, nah, you sat out, we're done? So some people can sit out and they'll get back. It's not going to pass them by, not just yet. But in, I don't know, like Miles Brady. I, I, I made that name up because I don't even know. But he could be somebody in the NFL. Anyways, but if you're some random fucking ape string on a depth chart wide receiver and you want to sit this one out, uh, it might so like all right, my guy, our guy, Alan Hearns, right? Former Hurricane, undrafted free agent, balled out, became a thousand yard receiver with uh Jacksonville, signed with Dallas, now he's in Miami. He decided to opt out this season. So someone like him, he it might it might pass him by. I'm not sure. Uh, I mean, Dude, I mean the Dolphins, the Dolphins could use him. We still need him. We need help. He's a good receiver. But someone like him, I don't know, man. Are y'all Dolphins fans too? No. I am. 
He's a Panthers fan. I'm a Dolphins fan. No, I wouldn't say I'm a Panthers fan. <laughs> he, I, I he would like the to... Panthers. Pat, keep keep pounding. <laughs> See, I'm a Ravens no, fan. With Cam Newton gone, bro, I'm really not reforming. <laughs> you say you're a what fan? Ravens. Ravens. Ah, I, I, well, okay. So let's let's say Lamar Jackson, Mark Ingram, uh, Hollywood Brown. All those guys sat out okay. this season. Do you think if you come back, they're going to be like, nah, your opportunity's gone? No. Right? So, again, when Primetime said it, that I think that's why some people came at him because I feel like I – mean, I know what he was trying to say. He wasn't talking too. about the superstars. He, he, and he, and he, was, he was talking about those, those people that no one really knows. And he was – I think you know he saying? was also talking about some people saying – um, like some NFL players saying, if if they didn't cancel the season or or come up with better things, that they were going to be gone for good. I also think that's kind of what he was going at too. Mm. I didn't. Yeah. Oh, I, I don't, like, I think I might have heard that. Le'Veon Bell made a statement saying that if they didn't make better health precautions or what, which to me, he's a joke anyway. But. uh you know, somebody of that magnitude, you know, he's one of the he, – he has been. I don't know if he was this past year. They didn't really keep up that nah. much. But, you know, he has been, you know, one of the best running backs in the NFL year after year. So, I mean, if somebody at that Pittsburgh, magnitude yeah. and carries that much weight says, I'm out completely if they don't come up with something better, then that yeah. – then I feel like that's kind of what he was after too. Because at the end of the day, it is like a business. And people are going to put money into the NFL. And it doesn't matter what one person does, one person says. If one person leaves, people retire all the time. The game still goes on. Look at Antonio Brown. Game still happened. He said that football didn't – or he didn't need football. Football needed Antonio Brown. He let football (laughs) still happen. I mean, so Dion is right. I just think people acted mainly off of emotion and a decision – made off or the decisions and actions made off of emotion are never um, smart decisions. I mean, I don't believe they're being unreasonable. I look me, you, you, you guys know where I stand. Give them a, give them that environment that they need. You got the money for it. Oh yeah. You, you see them going to practices. Before, like I seen a dolphins practice when they're walking out of the little tent, there was like the spray, the sanitized spray each of them went through. I just, 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 just keep doing stuff like that. Keep, keep having sanitized stations. Keep sanitizing the balls. Sanitize the field, towels, benches. I, I know it's gonna be a little bit of extra work or whatever. But now your players are safe. They feel safe. They're healthy. They're not bringing anything home to their kids. They're getting tested before, and after. Everything go good. Hey, just make it as safe as possible for these players. You got the money. Don't, don't skimp on it. Because you know what the people want. We want football. The players want to play football. But they also want to make sure that's because some of the players do have family. Like some of their children are special needs, right? Or some of their children have weakened immune systems. Or some of their siblings or their parents are taken care for of. So that's why some, some of them, I don't know why all, but some of them have opted out. Like it's not just me because I don't want to bring this on to my family because it could kill them. But if you're like, we're promising... Granted, you can still let them sit. I get it. I don't want to take any risks either. If my if my fucking daughter is like has a compromised immune system, I don't want to take any risk. That's my daughter. But someone else, 
It's just all I'm saying. Just make it safe. Just make it safe. I mean, it's got to be safe. It's got to be safe. It's it's got to be. Yeah. It's got. And, and, and if we kill, because the NFL is happening. Yeah. I said that before. You're not stop. Concussions could not stop the NFL. Nothing can stop the NFL. It's happening. Just <laughs> yeah. make it safe and be smart, man. That's yeah. it. I mean, because it, it's going to be safe and it's got to be safe because, like, liability issues, man. If you're very, oh, yeah. If you're very nonchalant and not doing, you're not taking precautions, then uh, you could get sued, man. So I'm, I'm sure. Oh, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. So. Cool. What so, you got for us, Saeed? So this is the last topic. We'll, we'll just we'll go to grow through this kind of quickly. Right. I know we haven't spoken about it, but uh, Rousseau, the monster, yeah. the beast, group. You trying tip. to get you trying to get me in my feelings, Saeed? <laughs> it's just I, I I'll throw my opinion out there. I know some people are angry, some people are whatever. Yep, yep, you know, yep. mm-hmm. I think he made the right choice, and I'm happy. Whoa, really? I think he made the right choice. I'm happy. Okay. But uh, uh, what do you what do you guys think? Uh, I only without getting too deep into it, you know, just surface level. Am I upset because I only got to see him play? You know what, fourteen games as a cane, if that? Mm-hmm. Yes, because I wanted to see him and Quincy Roach and Jalen Phillips. Just give offense the damn nightmare of the like anybody's dream. Like I wanted to see them rip them apart and make them look like mud. But at the same time, you know, with his mom being an emergency room nurse and her seeing the effects of younger people and their parents or his parents um, <clears throat> constantly worrying about um, his well-being and whether or not he can get them out of a tough situation. It's a business decision, so I understand. Am I sad? Absolutely, freaking lutely, because I wanted to see him ball. But at the at the end of the day, you know, it's next man up. Yeah, yeah that's true. And if, it's a, if there's there's one position we can afford it, afford him to. Go. If there's one position that's stacked, is DN. So we're gonna be fine. Yeah. I mean, if it was corner and we had Mike Rump, it'd be a little different. <laughs> yeah. Rump, Rump, he might, he might, Rump, Rump maybe had to suit up and play a few steps. <laughs> no. if, we, if we lost a quarter. So what, what do you think, Zoe? It, it, here's, here's the thing. So, uh, yes, I'm, I'm with you, Cosper. So I, I am sad that we don't get to see him and Quincy Roche like, go off on people. And, and then right after them, Jaden Phillips and Javari Harvey come in, go off on people. Right. And then after them, Chance Williams, Queen, like, we don't, we don't get to see that crazy rotation. But don't get me wrong, I am sad because we liked him. Like, he was, he was a good guy, right? He was always smiling, laughing. He wasn't, like, at least to us, he wasn't that asshole person. He was just really fucking good. I never understood uh, how he could be so smiling, so happy, but then just be freaking ruthless on the field. Well, and he's super, he's super long, so he's, he's always getting his hand on somebody. Um, but what people got to remember, and I, I know it's, it's like, dude, but you know, we, we're losing a first round talent who, if he stayed this year, he probably could have broken NCAA sack record. I'm being, and I'm not even being biased because Quincy Roche is coming off the of edge. And then you had Greg, uh, Greg was coming off the of edge and he still I'm got Nesta plugging up. The, he, he, he had 15 and a half last year. And he didn't even start until like game, game four, five. game five, game five. So 
him with another one of the uh, arguably they're the top two defensive ends in the country. He could have broken NCAA record. Now, people have to remember that Jalen Phillips was the number one recruit in 2017. I know he hasn't played football in about two years. I know last year it was it was a recovery year. He redshirted, right? Medical got put up, he yeah. put he put muscle back on. What did was it Blake Baker? I believe it was that said this that Jalen Phillips is like a video game character you created to be yeah, a 99. So even at practice, people are already saying, okay, this dude is a fucking monster. So Jalen Phillips, I know because because he, he did get small, but he, he's put on like 30, 40 pounds back. And he, he looks like that monster again. He looks freakish. And you like it it, it might not even be a drop off because he was the number one player in the country. He has more talent than Rousseau. He's yeah, more talented yeah. than Exactly. He's not a player. So, yes. Damn. But he's, he's, he's more talented. So even watching him at UCLA, UCLA was a joke. They've always been a joke. Since the yeah. 90s, they've been a, they haven't been relevant. They have their flashes here and there. But recruiting-wise, whatever, he stayed at UCLA. Even at UCLA, like, I think his true freshman, he had like five and a half sacks, something like that. On a terrible UCLA team. But I remember watching him against Texas A&M. He was causing havoc the entire game. It was like Texas A&M was up like, I don't know, fucking 35 to, to three going to half. Something stupid. And that game went into like triple overtime. It was like 48-45 or some shit, final score. Great game. Y'all remember that one? It was like two, three years ago. Great game. Crazy game. Super fun. Was that the but one that man, was like three or four overtime? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yes. Yeah. He was he was causing havoc, dude, as a true freshman. So he got a year to get his body back right. And the staff already says, I can see why he was the number one player. People have to remember, we will be okay. We lost, we did lose a first round talent, and it would have been even better if we had him. But Jalen will tee up and Jafari, bro. People are sleeping on Jafari. We 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 just have monsters rotating in. At the University of Miami, we have monsters as defensive ends at the University of Miami. We're gonna be okay, I promise you. And we just need more production on our defensive tackles this year. So Nestor yeah. got to play like the number two defensive tackle recruit he was consistently, because Nestor had you could you could Nestor made plays. <clears throat> like I'm not gonna say he didn't, but with him it wasn't it wasn't consistent to where. Every play you could see Gregory was so like every single play he was by the quarterback. Whether he whether he got him or not, he was by the quarterback. I need to see that from Nesta every single play this year. I want Nesta to have a year like RJ McIntosh did in 2017. Yeah, that's what I want. That was yeah. man, I wish RJ stayed too. I need to stop leaving early, man. I just don't think Nesta's I, I just don't think he's that good, man. Based on what I've seen. He he is, bro. So I, it's it's the motor, it's the motor issue, right? Now. It's it's the effort because Nesta Nesta is, but I promise I think you, he's undersized. I think he's too, he is, I, but but you well, know who else? Who, who, what is he? Who else is under? No, nah, I think he's like six feet or six one. I don't six two oh, maybe. Damn, you know I'm who six. else is? Who else is undersized? The best mm-hmm. defensive player in the NFL. Yeah, but JJ Watt. No, <laughs> no, nah, Aaron Donald. Come on, now. <laughs> come on. <now. laughs> 
Jason Wilde's good, but come on, dude. Come on, let's, let's come on. Uh, <laughs> but anyways, he he's a under well he's an undersized defensive tackle, but he's the best defensive tackle in. But NFL. have you have you like seen Aaron Donald? Yeah, have you he, seen he, 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 he's, he's all muscle. Yes, he's he looks all like muscle. Have you seen Testa? <laughs> Stop. Stop it, man. Stop it. Stop it, bro. It's a big difference, bro. Stop yeah, it, bro. But look, I'm, 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 just, paid, man. I'm just talking about height-wise, height-wise. So height, doesn't, he doesn't need to be that 6'4 defensive tackle to be effective. He's got that nastiness. Remember we got Tommy Kennedy from Butler? And we was like, oh, sweet, he started at Butler. And then Nesta bullied him. Yeah. And pretty uh, much heard, made it like. We heard, what we heard from Tommy, Tommy Kennedy was that he's coming from Butler to Miami. That's the only thing else that we heard from him. Yeah, that was it. And But we heard him we heard him almost cry because Nesta was bullying him. He was getting pissed but, off. But my thing is Nesta, and I, I put Mark Pope kind of in the same category. Yeah, you do. It's like. Yes, I'm hating on my um, boys. And even DJ Ivy, I put all three of them in the same category. It's like, bro, like. It's, it's your time, bro. It is. It is if, your time. This is this is that money year. Yeah, if you don't do something, you're gonna get passed up by by someone else. Yeah, if if he don't like if Nesta stays for a senior year, and he doesn't do anything, uh, Leonard Taylor's coming. Leonard Taylor will play his true freshman year. He'll play so, even if Nesta stays. <laughs> that's yeah. what I'm saying. So, it's 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 money it's money year. I that's why that's why I have faith in Ivy Pope. And uh, Nesta this year because they know. I don't know if they're gonna leave early. Hopefully, they don't. But they know if they want to make money in the NFL. I don't think they'll make this, it. I think I think they will. I mean, because Pope when Mark so Mark Pope when he gets to play free, I guarantee this year we're gonna see a Mark Pope we haven't seen. Oh, I did too. I was talking about Nesta. I think Mark Pope oh. on in this new system. I don't think Nesta's got, got the drive to make it to the NFL. He might make it, but he won't last. Yeah, he won't. Based on uh, he, what he's seen so far, we, we are, yeah, he hasn't been he hasn't been dominating the ACC like he should be. But I, th- I think this year is going to be. I mean, look, if you got Jalen, you still got we still got Quincy Rocher. He's playing this year, and we got Jalen Phillips starting now. The number one player in twenty seventeen, and who was going to be a first round draft pick, arguably one of the best defensive ends in the country. Him and Gregory Rousseau was the top, definitely top three. In the country, so you got those two still on the ends. God, you had the top you have three two of them on the ends. The country on one roster, on one that's team. Like, that's like uh, two thousand one, where you have Clinton or not? Uh, yeah, yeah, Clinton Fortis, Willis McGahey, and Frank Gore. Frank Gore, yeah, exactly. Roster. You have all those guys. So our defensive tackles should eat right now because you're gonna want a double team Quincy Roche. Let's be honest, you're gonna want a double team Jalen Phillips. So our defensive tackles, because they should be having a lot of one-on-ones. And the linebackers. Oh, my. Come on. You and we got Sam, Cloud back. You bro, got Sam go. Bruce flying in like a heat-sinking missile. I, dude, I like Sam Brooks, man. Sam Brooks, that's my guy, man. I like him a lot. Yeah, they said I he's like, 220. I like, I like him a lot, man. Yeah. They said, they said he's 220 now. They said, muscle, you know what's bro, crazy? Muscle. I think they said, uh, Keont- you know, Keontae Smith? Yeah. I think they said he's 220 also now. <laughs> what the Did fuck? He- and he was a safety, and he's playing striker now. But uh, yeah, oh, let's go! Like, well, Gil- it, I feel like start. You know, I feel like, and I was pick Gilbert in the same category as Ivy, Nesta, and Pope. It's like, bro, if these guys don't perform. Like, there's guys that are gonna take a spot. Like, 
Keontre might take Gilbert Fryer's spot if he's not if he doesn't perform well, you know. Um, cornerback's a little different because you know cornerback we don't. On 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 Pope, I think. Well, actually, I think the starting receivers this year. If I were to pick four, I'd go no, Harley. Three. Is it three? Yeah, do three. Okay. My three would be Harley, Pope, and then Peyton. No. D. Wiggins, though. Come on. What do you think, Zoe? Oh, shit, I forgot about Wiggins. Yeah, I would say if, if I'm starting Pope, three. Harley, Pope, Wiggins, and if we do four, I, 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 I honestly do think people are not seeing – how good Peyton is. Yeah. I mean, well, he I just, had almost, like him, what did he do his senior year? I think he had almost 2,000 receiving yards his senior year. Yeah. Dude, I think we're going to go with some five wide receiver sets this year. I just saw I, um, Likens. I just saw a quote on Twitter. He said like uh, about Peyton, he said, he's probably the most talented receiver I've ever, I've ever seen. Yeah. And that's and he's including first round picks, you know, uh Nikhil Harry, um the other guy who just won the first round. So I don't know, bro. I think Peyton's our number one receiver. His junior year, probably, yeah. Who 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 do you think's number one receiver? Right now? Yeah, Mike, right now. Mike think Harley. What do you think, though? So, either Harley or Higgins. I I I think I've seen. I think Derek King was talking about his connection with Mark Pope. Now that could that could be something I made up one hundred percent in my yeah. head because I'm a Mark Pope fan. <laughs> um, but I, I think I think that's what he was going. Okay. With. I think that might he might be his go to okay. guy. And again, I probably, we're going to see a different type of Mark Pope because now he gets to play in a system. Because they ask they ask our people who they thought that the best seven on seven Mark. player they've ever seen in their lives, and Andrew Ivan said Mark Pope. Okay, so for Pope because when he's when he's in that type of offense for, for Pope over or under well, thirty catches uh huh over over there uh, is not a receiver there is not a starting receiver on our team that should not be over thirty catches with this new system how about how about forty how about forty catches I I will say over too I'm gonna say over uh, yo I'll take a bet under forty I'll say I say he. Under forty for Mark Pope. Oh, I think he on, gets forty five. I take that bet every day. Barring injury, I was thinking forty seven. Barring injury, I can see him yeah, around forty seven. That's about catches. where I see him too. At least, at least, if at least that at is least if he yards. has the year we're projecting him to have. Yeah. No injuries. No, no perfect injuries. system. He got. He's got the playbook. You know, he had that thing last time where he couldn't learn the playbook. This is an easy system. Barring injuries, he should have upwards of almost 50 catches. I think he gets passed up. Damn. I think – yeah, I think either X – I think X might pass him up. I think someone's going to pass him up. You think X gets more – hang on. You said X, X gets more receptions outside, than Pope? Uh, no, I'm I, I, I'm saying he pass, he's going to pass him on the death chart. It might take game three, game, game four, maybe game five. Hey fellas, uh, yo Cosper, man, I appreciate you coming on, bro. Like, dude, that was great, man. I love the energy. Gotta have you back on, man, so we can talk some more. Kings oh football, yeah, we bro. gotta have. I had a blast. Uh, that's actually my first ever podcast. I'm oh just, shit! 
I'm very. Hey, it was, it's a good one. I'm to start very on, passionate man. about my canes, and I'm very knowledgeable. I love talking about them. I love, um, you know, getting with other people and talking about them and running off uh, ideas of e- of each other. Sometimes it brings me down from the big optimism train because sometimes sometimes I feel like <laughs> you know, man, we're winning that championship. We're going twelve and zero, and then I I can meet somebody like, dude, you're an idiot. Shut up. You need to come back down to reality. So I like that. But what fan don't? But yeah, we're gonna have to do it again. We're gonna yeah, have to do it again for exactly. sure. Definitely, man. And then, and hopefully next <clears> – <throat> I'm counting this season as a wash, but next season, hopefully we get the tailgates going, man. We already got people ready oh, to yeah. link up. Hopefully we have some dope-ass That's tailgates, That's going to be fun. All right, brother. No appreciate problem. you coming Thanks on, man. Me, man. All right, y'all. Hey, I appreciate you guys listening. Also, Manny, of course. Got to always give a shout-out to our day one. But uh, now, everyone, hey, appreciate you guys listening on this podcast. If you do want to come in, don't forget to just hit us up. Any Anything you want to talk about, man, we're down for it, bro. I appreciate every single one of you. As always, it's all about the you, baby. Right, keep up. Instrumentals.com